1: is you want a he's got him you want information he's got it you want a host who is new orleans you found him eric asher and inside new orleans
2: Me? You talking to me?
1: What we've got here is failure to communicate.
3: Stick to the truth, it's
4: you your good at.
2: Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM, NASH Icon. You can listen live at the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, NASH FM 106.1, ericasher.com. And don't forget about the podcast. You can check out the podcast at uh, Anchor, Apple, Spotify, uh, Spreaker, iHeart, Google. Uh, You name the platform, we're on it. If for some reason we're not on your favorite platform, uh, for podcasts, hey, drop us a line at eric at ericasher.com. I'll do my best to get it on there for you. Uh, 504-260-1061 is the phone number. Don't forget also, give us a follow on Twitter at eric underscore asher, and the Facebook page is ericasher. Uh, today on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, Les East joined me on the program. That was 1 o'clock on it with our live broadcast. You'll be able to check that out tonight when you get home, 6 o'clock on WLAETV. 10 o'clock tonight on the Deuce, WLAE TV2. Friday night, 9 o'clock on Pelican, 10 o'clock on WLAE. And then 2 a.m. on Saturday morning on the Deuce. If you're up, check it out then. Or maybe 5 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television on Saturday afternoon. It's the award winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Lessies at sports.com Saturday down south. Uh, Join us. We talk Saints, LSU, Pelicans, Tulane, uh, all on the program for this week. And, of course, don't forget the WLAE TV YouTube page is where all the previous episodes, including this episode, uh, is. And also, you can go to ericasher.com and check out all the previous episodes, including the current episode, and in all our social media platforms as well. It's an All-Athletic Thursday on the program today. Will Guillory of The Athletic will join us at 535, talking Pels, and then we'll finish off the program this afternoon at 535 with Catherine Terrell of The Athletic, talking about the Saints taking on the Bucks in the playoffs. Uh, some good news for, uh, for the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. We know that uh, there was an inconclusive COVID test for um, uh, Zion Williamson uh, yesterday. Uh, he has been now cleared to uh, uh, to play against the Lakers tomorrow. Uh, uh, also, again, uh, some really good news maybe for the Saints as well. Uh, Jeff Ireland, Terry Fontenot, we know both have been, uh, have been interviewing with, uh, with other clubs for their general manager positions. Uh, as of the, the uh, time that we came on the program today, uh, this program started, Denver, Detroit, and Carolina have all filled their general manager positions. Both uh, Fontenot and uh, Ireland had interviewed for those positions. It, uh, it was uh, released this morning that uh, it seems that Terry Fontenot is the front frontrunner uh, for the Atlanta general manager's job. Uh, there was a lot of talk that Carolina had their eyes on Jeff Ireland. That has been filled now. So uh, really some good news for, for for the Saints. Maybe they only lose one of the two. Uh, now, there are a few other places out there that are still looking, but uh, – is also was reported this morning by Jeff Duncan, something I've been talking about in this program now. It, it it seems like for the last three years that you've got to be able to do whatever you have to do to keep Jeff Ireland on this team. He tweeted out this morning that the Saints internally are, are, are making arrangements to try to be able to to, be able to keep Jeff Ireland uh, and, and to do any pull out all stops to, to make sure that he stays. Uh, so again hopefully if that happens. Remember, you wanna you wanna point back to the turnaround of the New Orleans Saints. We have to three ninth seasons and horrible drafts that put them in the position they were in. Uh, missing on free agents. Um, uh, you can look at uh, Jeff Ireland coming in uh, into this organization and taking over the draft. And we've seen this draft pay dividends ever since. Terry Fontenot, again, a guy that started in the organization at the bottom, the very bottom, a native New Orleanian. He played for Tulane University. Uh, and I think he went from the business side to the football side and worked his way up. All the way up to again, uh, uh, vice president in charge of pro, pro personnel. He is the guy, the de- the lead guy on on going out and getting free agents, making trades, grabbing players in the middle of the season off, off of their pra- off other teams' practice squads. Uh, that that's his that's his realm, and he has done a fantastic job with the Saints in, in bringing in those of uh, those players. Again, you don't see the the, the to Bucky Jones bust, right? You don't see all these busts that that we were seeing uh, for free. and I don't care which coaching staff it was uh, for years. And years and years of trying to be able to go out and get the uh, the, the best players out there. Okay, the the number one um, the number one uh, free agent on the market, and, and ultimately again it blowing up in your face, never living up to the uh, up, up to the contracts, having to cut those guys. So haven't seen that a lot with Terry Fontenelle. So the hope is that Atlanta goes another way, and uh, Terry Fontenelle is able to stay as well. But again, at least it looks like as of this the the, the um, opening of this program, Jeff Ireland. Uh, is is probably going to be able to stay with the, with with the uh, saints and that would be fantastic news uh, as far as the uh, the saints preparing for the um Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Sunday uh as far as practice went today, taysom Hill did not practice again. uh you know the, yesterday they called it a quad today it's a knee uh, so it's just right up in that area. Uh, also Patrick Robinson hamstring did not practice. Uh, Latavius Murray also did not practice. So uh, again, I'm sorry. Taysom Hill had the knee. Latavius Murray had the quad. So hopefully, again, those guys will be back. Especially Latavius Murray and Taysom Hill. Patrick Robbins would be nice because again, you may be in a situation uh, with so many weapons on on the field for um, the Tempe Bucks that, that Robinson may be pushed in the duty. Uh, but uh, you need Latavius Murray's physical running, and you need the jack-of-all trades that Taysom Hill is. Hopefully, both those guys are, are going to be on the field. Look, I think it's all hands on deck. Uh, you know, it's, it, it's a divisional game. It could be the last playoff of a, a game of the season for the Saints if they don't win. It's winner go home now, so unless you cannot go, and I literally cannot go, you're going to be on the field. By the way, Trey Hendrickson, limited today with a neck injury. It'll be great to have him back, Jared Cook with his back, Teron uh, Armstead with his elbow. All guys were limited in practice. All Guys are expected to play, um, and look. The, the Bottom line is it's going to be interesting to see again how this kind of plays out. All the focus is on Brady versus Breeze, right? Breeze versus Brady. Uh, but to me, the the the, the big thing you got to watch is in the trenches, and that's again where football is won and lost. And it's no different to me when you look at this game. Uh, if the Saints defense can put pressure on Brady, especially again up the middle. Now I say up the middle, but but if you remember in, in the last meeting. Uh, a lot of uh, outside pressure on Brady. But, again, it's got to start up the middle to get Brady off his spot. Uh, if they can do that, stop the run. If you remember in the last game, only five rushes by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I expect them to run the ball a lot more in this game and, and not be so one-dimensional. One uh, but, remember, the Saints got a big 38-3 to in that Week 9 win over Tampa Bay. So, again, if they can control the line of scrimmage on defense – uh, and make sure, again, that uh, you're putting pressure on Brady and you're stopping the run. Uh, then again, you have the, again those weapons on the secondary that the secondary's got to deal with. Uh, they might not be so formidable if ultimately Brady doesn't have the time to get the ball downfield to them. Same thing on the offensive side of the ball. Look, I'm going to say right now, they're, they're suspect at guard right now. Uh, Ruiz is not ready. And, and look, he's been playing on the job, and he's done a decent job. Uh, but uh, you're talking about amped-up playoff and uh, you're talking about a pretty darn good defensive line for, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I, I said it uh, over, the, over the last few weeks. I'll continue to say it. Uh, teams are always going to try to be able to go what they perceive as your weakness, and they're going to try to attack the interior of the Saints' offensive line, the, to the guards in the center. Look, I think McCoy can hold his own. It depends what day it is with Pete. Who knows? Okay, one week the Pete looks like he's great. The next week he reverts back to a guy. You wonder why he got the, the, the five-year extension. But – uh, the question mark right now is Ruiz. Remember, Nick Easton is gone. He's on injured reserve. He's not coming in. So, I mean, uh, you know, maybe you can have a situation uh, where you can have Hurst to, that, that can play that position if necessary. Maybe it will clap. Uh, but, again, there's a drop-off there. So uh, they got to be on their game going forward when when you start talking about that. I like, do like James Hurst. I said it when they signed him uh, in the offseason, even though he had the four-game suspension uh, because of, uh, of the uh, – uh, Substance abuse uh, situation, again, then, uh, and I believe it was steroids in his case. Uh, but um, Hurst is a heck of a player, and they use him a lot on the jumbo package now. Uh, he's been able to go from left to right for this team uh, at the guard position, even, even kicked out the tackle at times. You know, Maybe he's the guy that can come in if ultimately Ruiz can't handle uh, a very, very formidable front uh, by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And we talked a little bit about it yesterday. Ndamukong Su, uh Golston, uh, Pierre-Paul. And then you got Shaquille Barrett, who led the NFL in sacks last year on the outside. Uh, when you want to go to the second level, you got Tevin White and-, and Levante David. I think two of the best linebackers in the NFL. You can talk about the secondary, uh, again, uh, being in a situation where uh, they are growing. They're a young secondary, they're getting better. Uh, but the hope is that. Uh, that, again, the offensive line will hold up for for Breeze, and he'll be able to go through his progressions and then put the pressure on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and also the ability to run the football. Talked about it yesterday on this program. I talked about it on on Inside New Orleans Sports today with Alvin Kamara. There's just something about having these uh, former LSU linebackers that are in the FC South that get a chance to be able to see Kamara at least twice a year, and and then the the way they're being schemed up by their defensive coordinators – to try to take Kamara out of, out of the game. You're going to have to be creative with Kamara. Devin White has the speed to be able to stay with Kamara. And ultimately, again, they know the Saints. What the Saints like to do with Kamara. the swing passes, uh, you know, the screen passes, etc.—get him out on on the edge and allow him to get in space. They got to be a little bit more creative. Look, we've seen it so many times before, where again, Peyton will, 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 will take a a set of plays, and it looks like it's especially against division opponents. It looks like they're doing one thing, and there are three or four things that they can do off of that particular play, uh, and then he'll go to A, B, or C. And and totally fool the opposition. That's what you're going to have to do with Kamara this weekend uh, if ultimately, again, you're going to get him off. And he needs to get off this weekend uh, for this team to be successful. Uh, I have no doubt in my mind I think the Saints will win this game. I think they're the better team. I think the last two games show they're the better team. But, uh, again, it is the playoffs. It is Tom Brady. And if you're not playing solid football, if you're turning the ball over, if you're getting penalties, uh, it's going to affect them. Another thing that I talked about today on, on the TV show is officiating. Look, it's pretty obvious that, again, when the Saints' secondary is allowed to be very, very physical, uh, they are at their best. When you get a crew that's going to be ticky-tack, that's going to be, again, calling uh, things very, very closely and not allowing, again, the hand-to-hand combat that we see a lot with the Saints' defensive backs, that's where the Saints suffer. You start seeing, again, uh, a lot of these uh, penalties that, again, move the ball uh, and also, again, the possibility of guys getting loose. So, hopefully – Officially, the officiating crew will call it like a playoff game and allow it to be very, very physical on both sides. I got no problem with again the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, defensive backs being physical with the Saints uh, uh, wide receivers or, or pass catchers because I know the Saints wide receivers are, and pass catchers are very physical. I got no problem with that. But I do know, in order for the Saints to be successful on defense, that they got to be physical in that on that back end, and officiating has to allow that to happen. Or again, it, it, could, it could be a tough day on Sunday because. Tampa is full of great uh, skilled players. I mean, from Antonio Brown now to Mike Evans to Godwin. Uh, you know, we talked about um, the fact that uh, K- Cameron Brait, the former Saints, is playing really well at tight end. Gronkowski, it looks as though Ronald Jones is going to play this week uh, and, and also what Fournette has been able to do in, in terms of now going from third down back to being kind of a focal point of of their running game. Also, again, they got LaShawn McCoy. (laughs) So, I mean, they are full of, of, again, a lot of weapons, but with suspect on this team, not the quarterback, not the weapons, but their offensive line. And I like the matchup of the Saints defensive line against their offensive line. I just think the Saints have proven their defensive line is physical. They can they can do it with four down linemen. And if you get a little bit of a lead, then you're able to again maybe maybe put some pressure from from other places, although again, you don't want to tempt Brady because he can pick you apart. All right, we'll take a break. Today's program is brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, seven thirty nine and bourbon. Voted by uh, TripAdvisor is the top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday uh, dining. Also, Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Only rooftop bar. Again, you've never seen the sight lines of, uh, of New Orleans until uh, you've been to Mambo's. Fantastic restaurant. Creole cuisine at its finest. Uh, all the Roshiana restaurants in the quarter have a courtyard. They have b- balconies to be able to, um, to, to to dine on. And, of course, private rooms as well. Uh, at uh, at Old New Orleans Cookery, on uh, the 200 block of Bourbon Street, 205 Bourbon Street, right next to um, uh, Galatoire's, you can enjoy two Bourbon Street balconies, you can dine uh, in their authentic French French Quarter courtyard, you can do some people watching uh, with the big uh, big picture windows that are, that are overlooking Bourbon Street, again, great Creole, Creole Cajun cuisine, and all the restaurants have fantastic bartenders as well, great drinks coming out of there. And don't forget about Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Lake Villain Veterans. Of if you're planning to be able to watch the game with, uh, again, family or friends, uh, great place to do it. Voted number one restaurant in memory by TripAdvisor. Amazing cocktails, great beer selection, 30-plus TV screens. Man, you'll never miss a play. It is Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, all part of the Oceana family of restaurants. All are open late. All are open seven days a week. All have outdoor dining and all have an opportunity for you to be able to have that, that uh, meal delivered to you. It's the Oceana family of restaurants. We'll
3: be right back. This report is sponsored by Allstate. With Allstate, you can really save. New ways to save, more ways to save. Find out just how much you can save today. Allstate, you've never been in better hands. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent to get a quote.
5: Delays are heavy on 10 Eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to Chef. On the 610, on the eastbound side, your backups are from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. 10 westbound, your delays are steady from Crowder to Downman. And also, if you're traveling along the Crescent City connection coming into the city, delays are steady from before Chaputulas to O'Keefe.
3: I'm Ed Robinson.
6: On the east bank and west bank, from the lake to the gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling, answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary.
2: Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu, as well as wine and beer, by way of curbside service or a drive up window at 467 Hickory Avenue our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at BienvenueHarahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 305- and all the sports you can handle. Maintenance. You do it for your car, your lawn, and yourself. This summer, don't forget your air conditioning maintenance. Maintenance takes time, usually an hour, for a professionally trained technician to do a thorough inspection, clean it, and make sure it's operating the best it can for its age. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to the maintenance of your air conditioning system, there's no one else I trust more than Burkhardt. Family-owned, licensed, and insured, that's Burkhardt. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Get you, Oceana Grill Welcome back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill. Mambo's Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. The January special at Oce- at Oceana Grill is black and red fish uh, barbecue shrimp uh, pa- uh, shrimp pasta, which is lightly uh, uh, seasoned. Uh, you got black and red fish. Filet of redfish with that. They they top that on with uh, f- fettuccine pasta on top of their winning uh, award-winning uh, Oceana's barbecue uh, shrimp sauce. Again, uh, the black and redfish barbecue uh, shrimp pasta is uh, is the special today. The special this month over at Oceanic Grill. All right, um, let's talk a little bit about what happened last night with the Pelicans. And uh, of course, the Pelicans now losers of four in a row Indiana, Oklahoma City, Charlotte, and then last night, the Clippers uh, in Los Angeles. 111, uh, 106, the uh, Pelicans lose. Of course, uh, Lonzo was out with a knee injury. Bledsoe was out with an eye injury. Zion uh, was out with the inconclusive COVID test. If you missed the beginning of the program, he has now been cleared. He will be able to play against the uh, Los Angeles Lakers on Friday night, by the way. Another nationally televised game. It's amazing. (laughs) You know, the the networks must be so, so, so fed up what's going on right now, because uh, it seems like, again, since last year, they've been trying to showcase Zion. It seems like every time they're on national TV, something else, Zion's not either not playing, or again, his minutes are restricted, whatever. But last night was a coming-out party for Nikhil Alexander-Walker. 37 points, 15 for 23 from the, from the field, uh, one turnover in 33 minutes. We also got a chance to see Kyra Lewis, Jr. last night. 16 minutes, 10 points, two rebounds, one um, block, and one turnover in 16 minutes. Both gave great effort on defense. But, again, the, the, the dribble penetration, it was the difference of what we see with these two guys last night with the inexperience that they have and Lonzo Ball. Ball is a perfect guard for the Gentry system, a guy to get up and down the floor. He can make spectacular passes, but, again, could be a little bit turnover prone. He's finally starting to get his shot right. You can see, again, because of Fred Vinson working with him, uh, the assistant coach in charge of shooting with the Pelicans, how much his shot has changed, uh, but still an inconsistent shooter from the outside, Uh, whereas last night we saw an opportunity to see Nikhil Alexander-Walker uh, being showcased. 33 minutes. Now, again, look, he got hot, and they kept feeding him. Um, you, you can't have your point guard taking 23 shots. But the way it went out last night, again, in ser- desperately in search of scoring, uh, they needed a score, And, of course, Brandon Ingram was, was one of those scores, and then, of course, Nikhil Alexander-Walker was really the other, uh, as I mentioned, uh, with, with 37 points. Uh, but what you did like was... Number one, the uh, the effort on the defensive end by by both of those players, both of those young players, the dribble penetration, getting into the getting into the paint, attacking the glass, something that Lonzo Ball does not do, and I'd like to be able to see more playing time from these guys. Look, I talked the other day about Nik- Nikhil Alexander Walker. I want to see him passing the ball a little bit more. Okay, now last night was was kind of an outlier because, let's face it, he was hot. There wasn't a lot of scoring on, on, on the court uh, for the Pelicans. Uh, and ultimately, they, they started running plays for him. Uh, and, and, of course, now we see again why. Again, look, 22 points for, for Ingram last night, 12 points for Steven Adams. Uh, and the only other two players in double figures were Kyra, were, were Kyra Lewis Jr. And, and, um, and Redick with 10 and 12, respectively. They still are trying to find scores. We know that Walker has the ability to score. Alexander Walker has the ability to score. So, again, it, it'll be about making sure that, again, he can take care of the basketball. But to me, the, the most critical part of both of their games, Lewis and Alexander Walker, the ability to be able to dribble, penetrate, uh, and to be able to make things happen inside. Uh, the ability to shoot the ball outside for Walker is a plus. Uh, when you start talking about the ability to be able to stretch the field, to, start, I'm sorry, to, 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 to stretch the court, open up, uh, open up things for Zion Williamson inside. Also last night, a guy that played fairly well was, uh, was Jackson Hayes. He had 19 minutes, he had four points, but he had 10 rebounds, and he played defense. You know, I like the fact that, again, the, as a team, they, they went out and tried to play, play defense. But look, it's the Clippers. 111-106, uh, they, they were big winners last night. Uh, if you watched the game, you had a chance to see this, te- this team kind of claw back into it, but come on. Uh, you know, you're talking about playing against a, a team uh, with, with Kawhi Leonard and, and Paul George on it, and, and then the depth of that team, which, again, is experienced depth. Where this, the Pelicans just don't have the depth right now. To me, the, the, what, what I took away from that game last night is the future of Lonzo Ball. First of all, we don't know how severe the knee injury is and how long it's going to keep him out. We do know, again, the, the medical staff at, with the Pelicans are going to be very, very uh, deliberate in terms of how they're going to uh, allow Lonzo to get back on the court. We saw it uh, with Zion Williamson. But the, the question is, and the big question going forward now that we've had a chance to see Lewis get on the court a little bit here and, and also Alexander Walker, and if they can continue to get a playing time because of the injury, is does that make uh, Lonzo Ball obsolete for, for this team? And do you move him? Look, we've discussed it on this program before. When you start, when you start talking about Lonzo Ball and, and, and what he's owed and what he's going to demand, uh, he's making $11 million this year. He has a, a team option for $14.3 million next year. Now, that is a far cry from, from, from what Nikhil Alexander, $3 million that he'll make next year, and Kyra Lewis is $3 million that he'll make next year. Uh, with that said, also, is it the fit? Is the fit right? I mean, I'm not knocking the kid, uh, okay, in, in terms of his, uh, of his ability. I'm just saying maybe his ability doesn't mesh with the Stan Van Gundy offense. That's all. Uh, and, and if that's the case... They'll have to make a decision for him about uh, by the trading deadline. Now injuries can happen. We don't know what's going to happen down the line. And look, I'm not throwing out there and saying that Lewis and um, and Nikhil Alexander Walker are the answers. I still think they need a veteran point guard on this team. Hopefully that's Eric Bledsoe, and that he that again he could be that guy for this team. Uh, but they still may need need another veteran out there. And we know they need shooting desperately. Uh, but the interesting thing here is going to going to be. Um, When you talk about Griff going forward, uh, is he going to be patient or is he going to be in a situation where ultimately he decides that uh, he's not going to allow this team to grow organically, uh, but then he's going to make some moves to try to, again, maybe push this envelope so this team can get into the playoffs. This is a team that if they grow together, uh, that they can make a playoff run this year. I mean, I have no doubt, especially with the play-in games. Uh, but, again, they're going to have to get better on the offensive end. They're going to have to get better on the defensive end, especially, again, in defensive rotations, and they're going to have to figure out what they got to do at point guard as well. All right, we take a break. We come back. Will Guillory of The Athletic is going to join us on the program. We're going to get his take on what he saw last night. We're going to get his take also on, again, what, he, what his future thoughts for Lonzo Ball and, of course, the, the future of the, pro, uh, of the team itself is, is all about as well. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. If you're in the market for a generator, they got you covered uh yeah generator sales and service they're the experts they'll do a single day install for you so that means they come to your home or your business they sit down with you do a consultation find out what you're looking for in terms of generator. how much of your home or you're you trying to power up uh when when, when the uh, electricity goes out after you guys come to an agreement they'll come out and, and again they'll do that single day install for you worried about making the making uh making the uh, the note man look they got financing available for generators so you don't have to pay that money all up front they do a new install quality check after one month and, of course, 24-7, 365 emergency service with a warehouse that's fully stocked with all the parts you need. Look, if you've utilized your generator during the last storm season for over 100 hours, it needs to be serviced by a professional. Why not Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating? Truly a company you can trust. Uh, that is, again, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Fifteen trucks in the field on a 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACpromise.com. ACpromise.com. Oceanic Grill Bourbon and Conti in the French Quarter at Old New Orleans Company, Contractors, time of the runaround when you need an insurance quote. At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or Dave, me, at INSAgency.com. Wendy's
0: new classic chicken sandwich is now in the two for five. And that's reason to celebrate. Try the new classic and then take your mouth on a victory lap with the iconic Dave's Single, the delicious spicy chicken sandwich, spicy or crispy 10-piece nuggets, or just get another classic chicken sandwich. Taste greatness today with Wendy's 2 for 5. We got you. For a limited time, on a card only, price participation may vary. less Wendy's. When it comes to your bathroom, the shortest distance between outdated and updated is one click on homedepot.com slash bath. It's the Days of Doing Winter Bath event. Up to 40% off a wide selection of vanities, faucets, toilets, and more. Plus free delivery of all online vanities. From bold new lighting to a fresh new shower. Your new bath is closer than you think. The Winter Bath event. Online now at homedepot.com bath. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Vow through March 28th. While supplies last
4: are you one of the millions of americans who experience occasional bloating gas or abdominal discomfort join the align healthy gut team up and see how healthy your gut can feel align contains a quality probiotic strain developed by gastroenterologists It adds more good bacteria to your gut to naturally help soothe your occasional digestive upsets with continued daily usage. This is the time to join the Align Healthy Gut Team-Up from the number one doctor-recommended probiotic brand. Sign up at alignprobiotics.com.
2: This segment brought to you by Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street, Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Uh, The January special at uh, Mambo's is Satchmo's Stuffed Pasta, not your ordinary pasta delight. They've merged uh, Cajun uh, Alfredo sauce with a well-known garlic herb sauce uh, uh, that is well-known over at Mambo's uh, to create a creamy uh, mix that'll blow you away. It's topped off with, again, golden shrimp, which is stuffed also with our award-winning crab cakes, uh, it is an absolute delight. It's the special at Mambo's. It's Satchmo Stuffed Pasta. Get it at 411 Bourbon Street, or, again, you can uh, have that delivered directly to, right to your door. You go to Mambo'sNola.com for more information. Joining us on the program now uh, is uh, none other than Will Guillory of The Athletic. I'm talking a little Pels. Will, how you doing today? Do we have Will? I'm doing well, man. How about you? Doing great, Will. Thanks thanks for the time, as always, and um some good news from the Pelicans. It looked like that inconclusive uh, COVID test for Zion just cost him the Clippers game, unfortunately. It looks like he's going to be ready for the Lakers. Do we know what happened there? Do you have any more than just, again, the Pelicans saying that it was inconclusive and that he's he's ready to play now, that he's passed the uh, the, the, the COVID protocol?
5: Yeah, I believe was just one of those things where the test came back inconclusive and there wasn't enough time for him to take another test before he was allowed around the team again. So I think that was just one of those things where – the league just has the rule where if you don't have a, a negative test within enough time before the game, you're just not allowed to play. And I mean, I asked Dan Van Gundy about that last night. Is there any way you can avoid guys missing games or something just like an conclusive test? But, I mean, it's just you know, it's just a weird year. It's one of those weird years where the, the league's trying to be as safe as possible. The cases are going up around the country and around the league, and, and they want to keep things safe. It's unfortunate that a, a high-profile guy like Zion Williamson ends up missing the game. On ESPN, but you know, that's just the twenty 2020,
2: twenty 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 one season. Yeah, Then that's that Zion as a pro, right? Anytime it's national TV, for some reason he's not able to make it. Uh, I'm, I'm sure the programmers for those national, for uh, uh, um, those national networks are pulling their hair they out right now because right? they can't seem to get Zion on the court.
5: Yeah, they've got to love it every time they put the Pelts on TV. It seems like huh. it's Zion's not playing, or it's a blowout, or right. yeah, it's just, nothing goes right whenever the are on national TV.
2: No doubt. Look, if you had a chance to kind of see, we're ten games in. It's not fair to be able to judge anybody. Uh, but let's let's talk a little bit about Stan Van Gundy and your thoughts. Look, this is a this is a tough transition. You're talking about really just overhauling a team. You overhauled the roster for the most part, but also again you're you're overhauling uh, again uh, with the the strategy, uh, the, 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 the the what you're looking at in terms of how you play offense, defense. I mean, this is kind of an overhaul from from A to Z, uh, and doing it without really a full training camp and no preseason games. Uh, t- tell me about what you think about Van Gundy's system thus far. Yeah, I
5: think, you know, it's been a roller coaster ride for just about everybody on this team, you know, from coaches to, to players. I think there's been a lot of inconsistency that's made it tough for Sam Van Gundy. I mean, you're coming into the season thinking J.J. Reddick is going to be the best shooter on the team with a team, but not a whole lot of shooting. And then J.J. Reddick, can't make a shot. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's, 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 a, that's a good thing to blame on Sam Van Gundy. Uh, I think the, but the other part of it is that I think it's taken him some time to really adjust to how to make these pieces fit into his system. I think, you know, as we know, this is a team that's loved playing fast, love playing, you know, getting up a lot of three-pointers, playing small ball, you know, for the past few years. And now Sam Van Gundy is a guy who wants to play too big. He wants to play – in half court, he he doesn't want to, you know, allow teams to shoot a whole bunch of threes against them when playing in transition. And I think that's been a, a very different for this group, obviously, and there's been some adjusting on both ends of the court. So I think, you know, there's been, it's been a learning process for Van Gundy and how to, to make his style fit with this team. But I do think overall, with the way he's kind of prioritized defense and, and turned them into the, one of the better rim-protecting teams in the league, I think that's going to be really important and also the way he's put the ball in Brandon Ingram's hands and allowed him to be the guy in charge of the team, I think that's going to be big as well for just the the, the future development of this team.
2: Now, uh, Steven Adams has not surprised me because I've watched him throughout his whole career, but I'm sure he's surprising some Pelican fans. Triple-double the other night. Uh, Again, he's got some pretty decent post moves as well. Uh, Talk about Adams and, and again, his fit because I think he's fit like a glove so far.
5: Yeah, I mean, coming in, I thought Steven was going to be just a really good role player for this guy, somebody you could depend on, who's played in big games throughout his career. But I think it's safe to say he's probably been the third best player on the team, you know, through the first 10 games, just on both sides of the court, what he's brought in. I think we all know that he was going to be a guy who protects the rim, who's going to make you a better rebounding team. The Pelicans have been the best rebounding team in the league you know, so far this season. But I think also just what he's brought as a pick-and-roll partner with Brandon Ingram has been huge, uh, a guy who you can depend on make shots around the rim. Uh, I think he's added a lot to this team. And, of course, there's still some work to be done on how, how he can sit next to Zion, how they can kind of stay out of each other's way. But I, I think Steven has been outstanding so far on both sides of the court.
2: Will Gilly of the Athletic is our guest. Um, last night we saw Nikhil Alexander Walker get, get significant time, 33 minutes. Uh, Kyra Lewis Jr. Uh, 16 minutes last night. Well, of course, uh, Walker with 37 points took him 23 shots to get the uh, 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 to get the uh, 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 the, uh, the, uh, the his point total, but. Uh, talk a bit about Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Kyrie Lewis Jr., and, and first of all, it looks like they're going to be playing most of this road trip, which is good for them. But to me, it seems like in this in this Van Gundy offense, they are better fits because of dribble penetration. Your thoughts?
5: Yeah, I, I think that's something we've seen from Stan Van Gundy's offense you know, throughout his career. When you think back to Dwayne Wade in Miami, or Jameer Nelson in Orlando, or you go to Reggie Jackson in Detroit, he loves guys that can play off of that pick and roll with those big centers, and that can get into the rim and make plays. And I think, you know, it's been a like I said, it's been an up and down experience so far with Lonzo Ball and Eric Bledsoe in particular. I think those guys have uh, fought inconsistency throughout their career, and that's been the case through the first ten games of the season. But I think, you know, really what I was impressed with with uh, Nikhil last night. Of course, he's making threes from everywhere, looking like you know Steph Curry Jr. <laughs> when was it? Some of those step-backs. Yes. You know, pull up threes. I mean, it was incredible. But I I think, you know, you you can't expect that from him every night. Mm -hmm. But I think the big thing was uh, something Stan Van Gundy, I I believe, mentioned after the game, was just the patience he showed in pick and roll and the way he was able to read what the the big men were doing from the L.A. Clippers and kind of react rather than we've seen a lot of times from him where he'll kind of decide what he's going to do as soon as he gets the ball. And he doesn't allow the defense to dictate what he's going to do. He's just kind of throwing a pass here. And he's kind of just taking a shot there. And I think now the game's really slowing down for him. He's getting a little smarter with his decisions. And I think it's going to be important for Van Gundy to play him and give him consistent time, even if that means, you know, he'll have a bad game here or there that may cost you. But I think just developing these young guys is going to be really important. And it's going to be different for Stan because he's a guy that's used to trying to win every single game. But I think with this team, he's got to have a long view. And I think he's got to give more time to Kyra, and he's got to give more time to Nikhil because – you know, that's where this team is headed. And just worrying about the here and now, I don't think that's the best strategy for where this team is.
2: No, uh, look, I'm with you, Will. Look, And I mentioned it was 23 shots. He was 15 for 23 from the from the field and, and 5 for 8 from three-point line. So, again, 31 shots to get 37 seven points. I'm not knocking the kid. The kid was hot. You're hot, again. Even the it looked like, again, they were setting up sets so that he could get open to be able to shoot the ball. Uh, his problem is, again, being able to not turn the ball over and then, of course, making the right decision with the basketball, whether, again, it's shoot or, or, or pass. But you're right. I agree. Both those guys need to be on the floor. Both those guys need to get it more. More playing time because I don't know if ultimately Lonzo's the fit for this point guard position because again the way he plays he's more of a transition point guard these guys are more dribble penetration and I think that works with a Van Gundy system as opposed to what Lonzo Ball really worked with a with Gentry system.
5: Yeah, and to be honest, I think there's going to be a rub, you know. For the foreseeable future, with this team and Stan Van Gundy, because I think a lot of people put Lonzo Ball in that in that uh, you know that box and says, well, he's a guy that wants to play in transition, and that's where he's at his best. But the same is probably true for Zion Williamson. I think a lot of the troubles they've had this mm-hmm. year is that they're playing so much in half court, and Zion Williamson and Stephen Adams are right on top of each other all the time. and I think. An easy way to solve that problem is allow them to play in transition more often. I mean, we saw that play with Derek Favors and Zion Williamson last year, and they avoided some of those issues because they were in transition a lot of the time. And Derek Favors was in the backcourt when Zion Williamson was making plays. So I think that's something that they're they're learning how to make this thing work. And I think, frankly, Stan Van Gundy is going to have to learn how to make this work with this individual group. But I do think, you know, their argument will be, hey, if we want to win on the biggest stages, we got to learn how to play half-court basketball. we got to learn how to get stops when we need it. And they're kind of going, you know, through the, the, the boot camp right now of how to compete and play off basketball. And, you know, it may look, look ugly during the regular season, but I think in their mind, the lessons these guys are learning are going to help them in playoff battles
2: down the road. Well, that's, the, that, that's fact, though, right? I mean, again, if you get into the playoffs, you got to be able to play half court on offense, and you got to be able to defend. I mean, it's nice to be able to get up and down the field. We, we like the high pace. We like transition. That's great basketball. It can be spectacular. But, it, again, you get into the dog days of the playoffs, it's grinded-out basketball, and you got to learn how to grind it out.
5: There's no question. And I think the big issue we've seen with this group so far is that when they get into those pressure situations and when it's time to execute, it just turns into, hey, Brandon Ingram, save the day for us. You know, 10, dribble around ten times and shoot a, a contested mid-range over four people and <laughs> let's see what happens. And, I, and we know, you know, that's, that as great as B.I. has been as much as he's yep. developed his game, that's not a formula for winning when you play against the best team. So they've got to vary up their game. I think Zion has got to vary up his game some. Obviously, the guards have got to be much better than they've been. Uh, but like I said, I think it's a learning process for everybody involved, and this is still a very young team learning how to compete, you know, in the correct way. I think they would argue, uh, or at least mm-hmm. in the correct way, when the games matter the most. Uh, but it's going to be a learning process because I don't think you can just say, "Hey, give a, make a bunch of twenty-one-year-olds play like a veteran first team." And, you know, sure. it's not going to work that way. Right. Like, it has to be some type of in between.
2: Well, and it surely would help if JJ Redick and Nico Melli would would, would would catch fire here. I mean, those were the guys you were counting on to be able to again to be able to have great sports uh, floor spacing, stretch, stretch, stretch uh, the floor for you. And, and both guys have been very, very inconsistent in the first part of the season.
5: Yeah, it's been really been shocking. I think, especially from JJ Redick. I mean, a guy, if there's one word to describe JJ Redick throughout his career, it's been consistent. He's a guy that you can depend on night in and night out and know exactly what you're going to get from him, know exactly what type of shots he's hitting, and, and he just hasn't been able to find a rhythm for whatever reason. I think a lot of it is just, you know, they're playing so much in half court and the execution has been on point, so he's not getting the type of shots he's used to. And I think, you know, the other part is just that he's missing a whole bunch of open shots, shots that we are used to seeing J.J. Redick hit. And, and you know, uh, of course everybody's going to make the jokes about, you know, is J.J. washed up? Is he too old? Sure. I don't necessarily buy that. Uh, But I do think it's an issue when, again, this team doesn't have a whole lot of shooting. And J.J. Redick is a guy that they were depending on coming into the season to alleviate some of those spacing issues. And if he's not the guy to solve that problem, there aren't a lot of of other answers on this roster, especially if Lonzo's not hitting shots, especially Mm -hmm. if Nikita Alexander-Walker isn't getting a whole lot of playing time. So I think it's going to be, you know, they need to figure some things out with J.J. and make things easier for him because if he's not making shots, shots, there's going to be a struggle all
2: year on offense. Yeah, I I, I agree. Will Giller with us for a couple more minutes from The Athletic. Will, when, when you look at the situation with Griff right now, and look, it's, you're 10 games in. Nobody can panic. Again, you know it's, it's going to be a long haul. It's 72 games, not 82, but again, it still is a situation where, you know, you, you've kind of rebuilt this roster, new coaching staff. we kind of gone through that. Do you think that Griff is going to be patient or, and allow this team to grow organically, or is he going to be a little bit more aggressive as we get closer to the, um, uh, the trading deadline and maybe add some more pieces to try to make sure this team uh, makes a little bit of a playoff run this year?
5: Yeah, I, I don't think he's going to mortgage the future or trade away any of their first-round picks or anything like that. I don't see that happening. Uh, I think they would love to get this team at least into the play-in tournament and, and just see what it looks like when they play in some games that matter. Uh, but I do think that, you know, Griffin has shown that he he wants to take the long view with this team. He wants to add picks and, and maintain that flexibility because I think that there's another thing we learned in this season is that maybe Zion Williamson won't be ready as quickly as we thought he was going to be. And I think yes. it's going to take some time for him to figure out his body, how he can execute, like we said, in some of his half court, defense first type of environments. Because he just hasn't been ready to, and, and, you know, to execute the way he needs to to get the type of shot he's capable of getting. Man, it's going to take some time, and obviously he's only thirty-something games in, so you know it's not like anybody's pushing the panic, but on Zion. But I think, you know, from everything I've seen, I think David Griffin's going to be mindful of the fact that this team isn't winning the championship anytime soon, and I think they've got room to grow and they've got a lot of, you know, figuring out to do. Uh, but I think. If they're in a position to go for that playing tournament, I don't see why they wouldn't. I don't see why not because I think it's beneficial. But if we're talking about trading away first-round picks or some of these young guys, you know, I, I wouldn't go that far.
2: Well, they're going to have to make a decision on Lonzo Ball by, by the trading deadline. Uh, you know, because again, 14 million dollars next year, uh, with uh, with again the picking up the option, uh, especially when you got two other players in in um, in, in Kyra Lewis and also uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker who are going to cost you six million, seven million uh, combined next year. Uh, you know, you might start thinking about again, is this the right fit? No matter what, on the Zion end, look, I think it's a byproduct of what we're seeing with with again these kids coming out of college, just one year of school. I mean, uh, you know, you can develop your game in a co- in a college setting where again learn how to be a better defender again uh, uh, you become a better offensive player with different facets of your game and you know a lot of guys come in they're one-dimensional and they got to grow on uh, really kind of on the run here in the nba
5: yeah and i think the unfortunate thing for alonzo is we forget his, how much change he's had to go through throughout his career he comes yes. in his first year all of the craziness in la all the hype surrounding him and you know and all of that and then year two you get uh you know this guy named lebron james comes town, and now you got to. You know, work around him and figure out how you fit next to him. And then the trade goes out. And now you're in New Orleans. and, and You know, you got to figure out this new city, this new team, man. Zion Williamson and all that stuff. And now, you two in New Orleans, you got a new coach. Stan Van Gundy, new system. He's making you play a different way than you used to. So I think, it, you know, it, it, uh, I think, you know, people are judging Lonzo maybe a little too early. I, I think, you know, he hasn't played well at all. I think it's fair to say that. You know, he needs to be much better than what he's done, especially to get the type of numbers he's hoping to get on that contract next offseason. But I do think, you know, he's still a very young guy. He's still uh, still figuring things out. And I think he's got a lot of the skill set needed to make things work with this group, especially, like I said, if Stan Van Gundy can maybe change up the way he used things a little bit and allow these guys to play in the open court a little more. But I do think, like I said, he's got to play a different style than what he's used to. And mm-hmm. I think that's going to be different. And if he can't do that, I think he got options. So I think you know, there's going to be a lot of pressure on him to really step his game up and in particular start knocking shots down. I think that's the big thing. Yep. If Brandon Bingo is going to be the guy with the ball in his hands, then Lonzo's got a knockdown shot. And if he's not, then it's going to be an issue.
2: Yep, no doubt about it. Always love to have you on the program, Will. I think you do a fantastic job for The Athletic. Tell us how folks can follow you on the so- on social media and how they can subscribe to The Athletic.
5: Absolutely. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Will Guillory. That's G U I L L O R Y. You can follow all my work at TheAthletic.com. I've uh, Got all type of stuff going right now at the website. You know, uh, let's hopefully keep this season going so I can keep having stuff to write about. But, uh, yeah, yeah, you're uh, right. I appreciate all the readers that have been following us, whether there's the games going on or not. It's been a while. You know, eighteen months, and I appreciate all the readers that have been riding with us.
2: You got it, Will. Thanks for the time. We'll, we'll check in soon
5: okay appreciate
2: you that's will that's will gillory of the athletic and don't forget about burkhard air conditioning and heating in the market for a new air conditioner heating system they're authorized to sell some of the top brands in the market they got 15 trucks in the field 30 minute courtesy call nate certified technician. so again once again service after the sale and look everything they do is top notch also again the latest equipment uh, when when you start talking about uh from uh, building your ductwork to measuring your home uh again the latest equipment out there truly a cup you can trust it's burkhard air conditioning and heating that it's acpromise.com. Acpromise.com. We'll be right back after these messages. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Gannon Restaurant. restaurant. So good. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahoussi of the TikTok Tock Cafe. Hey, Eric. 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man. 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Tock Cafe, where the gluten is always free. Intersection of I-10 and Causeway. Also known as the intersection of Three seven three five seven three three.
3: food so good you just can't stop thinking about it imagine ravioli stuffed with jalapeno and three types of cheese fried then smothered in a homemade alfredo sauce only at bobby a cajun cannon restaurant Food so good, you just can't stop thinking about it. Imagine, topped with cheddar cheese, then smothered in a spicy crawfish and mushroom cream sauce. And that's just the fries only at Bobby A. Cajun Cannon Restaurant.
0: When it comes to your bathroom, the shortest distance between outdated and updated is one click on homedepot.com slash bath. It's the Days of Doing Winter Bath event, up to 40% off a wide selection of vanities, faucets, toilets, and more, plus free delivery of all online vanities from bold new lighting to a fresh new shower your new bath is closer than you think the winter bath event online now at homedepot.com/bath the home depot how doers get more done about through march 28th while supplies last
4: are you one of the millions of americans who experience occasional bloating gas or abdominal discomfort join the align healthy gut team up and see how healthy your gut can feel align contains a quality probiotic strain developed by gastroenterologists It adds more good bacteria to your gut to naturally help soothe your occasional digestive upsets with continued daily usage. This is the time to join the Align Healthy Gut Team-Up from the number one doctor-recommended probiotic brand. Sign up at alignprobiotics.com.
2: Hour number one in the books. Hour number two coming up. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceanic Grill, Mambos, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Thanks to Will Guillory for joining us. Catherine Terrell joins us in the second hour. I'm Eric Asher. Don't go anywhere.
3: So 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 you right right.
0: <gasps> Spilled your drink? Uh. Quick. The Quicker Picker Upper. Bounty picks up spills and messes quicker. And each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less than the leading value brand. So you can get back to the party. Bounty, the Quicker Picker Upper.
2: Two of Inside New Orleans, 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Listen live with the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. How you doing, you 5 o'clockers out there getting off of work, heading home? or those, again, that are working from home, putting up the computer, and, uh, again, getting ready for uh, hopefully a, a good evening for you? Hey, don't forget, Nash FM 106.1 is where you can check out our, our program as well. Also, uh, don't forget about our podcast. A lot of folks can't listen for the full two hours. And uh, a lot of people taking advantage, advantage of the podcast now, uh, which is usually put up by about 630 after every show. So, again, you can check that out at your favorite podcasting platform. It's on most of the major ones, Anchor, Anchor, Apple, um, Spotify, iHeart. Uh, Spreaker, Google, you name it, we're on. it. if we're not on your favorite podcasting platform, hey, drop me a line at eric at um, ericasher.com, and I'll do my best to get that on your favorite podcasting platform. Hey, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Les East of sportscom was my guest. Uh, we had our live broadcast today at 1 o'clock on WLAE-TV. Uh, there's a rebroadcast at 6 o'clock tonight on WLAE-TV. Uh, if you miss it tonight at 6, you can catch us at 10 o'clock on wlae LAE TV2, The Deuce. Uh, two chances tomorrow, Friday night, 9 o'clock on Pelican, 10 o'clock on WLAE, 2 a.m. on Saturday morning, every Saturday morning at 2 a.m. Uh, on, on the Deuce WLAE TV 2, and every Saturday afternoon on Pelican Sports Television at 5 p.m. Les East and I spoke extensively about the Saints and the Buccaneers, the possible end of the of the Drew Brees era. We also discussed uh, the LSU coaching search, uh, as well as, again, what's going on with the Pelicans, uh, and talked about the state of, uh, of Tulane football. All that. That on the award winning inside the Orleans Sports, and we invite you to check it out. Remember, it's also on the WLAE TV YouTube page, all of my social media platforms, uh, and at EricAsher.com. Will Gillery joined us in the first hour talking Pelicans. Catherine Terrell of the Athletic, much like Will Gillery, will join us at 5:35, and we'll go. We'll finish up today's program uh, talking Saints. Good news for the uh, for the. Uh, uh, for the Pelicans, with Zion being cleared to play uh, against the Lakers, it was an inconclusive test uh, when it came to uh, his COVID-19 test yesterday. Uh, he is he is not positive. He will be able to play. So again, good news there. Uh, also, Jeff Ireland, Terry Fontenot, both guys have been uh, have been um, interviewing for general managers jobs around the league. Those jobs are filling up. Uh, Denver, Detroit, and Carolina have all filled their GM positions. Uh, Fontenot and also uh, Ireland and interviewed for those jobs. It looks like right now that Jeff Ireland may be and have an opportunity to stay. Uh, where Terry Fontenot seems to be the leader in the clubhouse right now for the Atlanta general manager's job. Uh, There was a lot of talk that uh, Carolina was really leaning toward Jeff Ireland. They went in another direction today. Uh, There's also, again, I was reading something in the break on CBSSports.com that if if if, uh, Terry Fontenot was to leave the Saints uh, for Atlanta, uh, the NFL has instituted a uh, program, for minority candidates that are hired for front office positions, uh, that leave another NFL team, uh, that that team uh, can can uh, can recoup some can uh, can get some draft choices. Uh, no if he leaves for Atlanta, the Saints would be awarded two third-round picks. Uh, because of, again, I guess him uh, learning on the job here in New Orleans and ultimately taking a, a GM position in Atlanta. So I, I wasn't aware of that rule, to be honest with you, until I was reading it in the in the, uh, in the break. And uh, so I don't want Terry Fonda to go anywhere. Okay, Don't get me wrong, all right? I could care less about the two third-round draft choices. The guy's done such a great job when it comes to pro player personnel. You don't see the bust that we've seen in the past when it comes to free agents. Uh, from DeMario Davis all the way down, this guy, again, when he uh, when, when he either makes a trade like a Quan Alexander, uh, again, most of the time, again, they pan out. It's not like it was in the past where the Saints were shooting for the moon and going for the most expensive free agent, and, and a lot of times it turned into a bust. Fontenot has done a great job in that position, just like Jeff Ireland done a great job when it comes to college scouting and, and the um, – and, and, and the draft. So uh, if Fontenot was to leave and go to Atlanta, the, it looks like the Saints would be awarded multiple third-round picks, uh, which would go a long way in filling a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, spot, spots on this team because next year is going to be difficult. Uh, $21 million in dead money is going to be due with Drew Brees uh, moving on if he moves on, and hopefully he will not because he's still got something left in the tank. Uh, but uh, that will come due. Also, again, you've got, um, uh, you've got dead money. Uh, All the dead money will be coming due. And then you got the COVID-19 uh, um losses that we've seen, uh, which each and every club and every sport is dealing with right now, the financial losses, which, again, because the salary cap is a shared uh, situation between owners and also players in terms of profits, uh, you'll see the salary cap go down. How much it'll go down, we're not sure, uh, but ultimately uh, we'll see how that kind of plays out. Saints are going to be in a tough spot next year. Uh, Now, look, I got a lot of confidence in Mickey Loomis. Uh, and I'm sure that Mickey Loomis was prepared for Drew Brees retiring and the 21 million dollar dead money that would come that would be coming due. And as we know, when those contracts are, are set up, in a lot of cases, Loomis makes sure that there's wiggle room with the contracts that he can he can uh, uh, change those contracts, uh, move some, move the bonuses around, turn, turn, to uh, to be able to open up cap room. I'm sure that again, that's something he's going to do this time around. But again, you have the monkey wrench of, of again the loss of of, uh, of finances because of COVID-19 that nobody saw coming. So we'll see how that kind of plays out. Uh, A lot of guys still have to be signed coming up. uh, And, of course, you want to try to hold on to what you have. This is a nucleus of a team, okay? Even if they don't win it this year, and it would be very disappointing if they don't, uh, they are so young and so good that, again, the window is still open for the team itself to be good enough to be a Super Bowl contender for the next three to four years. Uh, the bottom line is when you start talking about the um, when you start talking about the Saints, uh, you, you got to say to yourself, okay, uh, if, if Breeze stays, they're probably again another contender for a Super Bowl. But based on the two quarterbacks they got right now, uh, you know, I don't know if those are quarterbacks that can bring you to a Super Bowl with Winston or or, uh, or Taysom Hill. So we'll see how it kind of plays out. Hopefully this is something that, again, we, we, we won't have to deal with uh, in, in, in a significant fashion with Breeze walking away. Uh, if he does, that's really kind of the first domino. Uh, but this is a big one this weekend. Don't, don't get it twisted. Uh, Breeze versus Brady. Uh, this is a better Tampa Bay team than they were in, in Week 1 or Week 9. Uh, they're playing better on offense. Uh, the defense has always been formidable. I said again, the front, the front seven is as good as any defense you're going to find in the NFL. Uh, but I like the Saints' weapons. The bottom line, as I mentioned in the first hour, it's in the trenches. That's where this That's where this game is going to, going to be won or lost. If the Saints' offensive line has the ability to be able to hold off the defensive line of the Tempe Buccaneers and give Breeze time to be able to throw, uh, if, the, if the Buccaneers ultimately, again, decide they want to play zone defense, Brady, uh, i'm sorry breeze will, will will again do like he always does and pick them apart if ultimately they want they, they want to go man-to-man then again uh, you've got to be able to to be able to beat your man one-on-one i got confidence in the Saints uh, uh, pass catchers they'll be able to do that but with that, it takes a little bit more time, which means you need a little bit more time uh, to be able to block and go through and, and have Breeze go through his progression. So, up front is where, is where it's at this weekend. Same thing can be said for the Saints defense, which has been lights out when you talk about the front seven, especially again, the, the, the front four in a lot of cases putting pressure on, on Tom Brady. Same thing as, as we're going to talk about with Breeze. Put pressure up the middle for uh, Breeze to get him off his, his spot and make him uncomfortable. You do the same thing for Brady. Uh, Saints defensive line has been playing well. If they can apply pressure to Brady, uh, the, the weapons uh, that, that Tampa Bay has, they can be, they can be uh, negated because of the inability to be able to get the ball downfield. So, to me, the biggest part of, of what I'll be looking for this weekend uh, is, again, the play of the offensive and defensive line for the New Orleans Saints. If they can dominate, then I think there's a pretty good chance they're going to come out on top on Sunday. Today's program is brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants. Oceana Grill in the French Quarter. Vote of the top ten U.S. restaurants for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. All of the Oceana restaurants are open seven days a week. All are open late and all, again, have delivery partners that will deliver it to your door. The restaurants in the French Quarter, all three have, have authentic French Quarter courtyards. Oceana Grill has a, an incredible uh, uh, private room that can seat up to from 10 to 120. you got five different private rooms for you. Also, again, you can belly up to the oyster bar. You've got uh, a fantastic bar for you right in the front. You can watch the oysters being shucked, grilled, all. So it, it's just it's a great dining experience at Oceana Grill. Uh, you can go to oceanagrill.com, check out the entire menu. Also, you can order online there. Fantastic drinks as well. And of course, home in New Orleans, best breakfast. I'll put the breakfast at Oceana against any breakfast in town that's oceanic grill mambos again a unique um a restaurant first of all it was an old strip club that was that was dilapidated falling apart uh, the Beta Brothers go in. They totally renovate that, that restaurant and turn it into the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. 411 Bourbon Street. Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. You've never seen the sight lines of the city like you've seen it from this, from, from Mambos. And then they've got a Bourbon Street balcony and also a courtyard for you to dine in. Uh, three floors of of, uh, of great bars. Also, again, fantastic menu for you. Open seven days a week and order online at MambosNola.com. Old New Orleans Cookery's right down the block in the 200 block of Bourbon Street. Fantastic courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies, beautiful picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street. So again, while you're having your meal, you're having your cocktail, you can do a little people-watching, open seven days a week, open late, Uh, and nolacookery.com is where you find out information on the menu, as well as, again, if you'd like to have your Order delivered, Uh, fantastic restaurants in the French Quarter. And look, they need your help. Okay, I'm just being straight up. Uh, The French Quarter is dead, as dead as I've ever seen the French Quarter. And uh, these restaurants are trying to survive with 25% occupancy and the restrictions that have been put forth by the mayor. And it's very, very difficult for anyone that's doing business in the French Quarter to be able to 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 try to make it. And they are trying to make it by the hardest to keep these restaurants open uh, for their employees. So please, again, even if you can't go to the quarter, consider ordering something from. From, uh, Mambo's Old New Orleans Cookery or Oceana. If you're in Metairie, Bobby Bear's Cajun Canada Restaurant is voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. Uh, first of all, uh, the the 30 plus TV screens are fantastic if you're a sports fan because you never miss a play. Even got TVs in the bathroom. You'll never miss a play. And then the uh, the menu. It's chock full of all your Cajun uh, uh, your, your Cajun uh, favorites. You can go in and enjoy a fantastic meal from seafood to great burgers. You name it, they've got they got you covered. Open seven days a week at 4101 Lake Villa. And uh, remember, again, you can go to bobbybears.com to find out uh, more about the menu, but also to have it delivered, have your uh, meal delivered to your home. It's the Bobby, Bear's, uh, Bobby A. Bears part of the Oceana Family of Restaurants. All are open late, all are open seven days a week, and all delivered to your home. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Catherine Terrell will join us at the bottom of the hour. We'll be right back.
1: New Orleans Country 106.1 Nash Icon is once again your home for New Orleans Privateers basketball. Tune in to Jude Young for all the action as UNO takes on top-rated college basketball teams, including local rivals and Southland Conference foes in their quest to win championships and return to the NCAA Tournament. All season long, set sail with the UNO Privateers on New Orleans Country, 106.1 Nash
0: Icon. This report is sponsored by Wendy's Breakfast Baconator. Any time of the day is Baconator time. Baconate in the a.m. with a Wendy's Breakfast Baconator. Yep, all that bacon you crave with a fresh cracked egg. Try one this a.m. free with any breakfast purchase offer in the app. There's never been a better reason to bring on the bacon. Always be Baconating.
2: From Bienvenue on Hickory, 305-4792. Hi, Eric Asher. Once again, talking about my good friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Have you heard these honeydew complaints? Honey, did you fix the A.C.? Honey, the house is hot again. Honey, the A.C. bill is more than our mortgage. It's time to turn those honeydews into honeyduns. When it comes to replacing your A.C. system, I recommend Burkhardt. For over 30 years, Burkhardt has provided quality, affordable air conditioning replacement systems. Ask about special financing as low as $149 a month. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com for more information. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor unique vibrant dining rooms. Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery.
1: There's only one original stuffed crust, and it's only from Pizza Hut. The only place that gives you up to three toppings on your original stuffed crust for just $11.99. Order yours online at PizzaHut.com. Ask or click for a limited time offer. Extra charge for more toppings and extra cheese. Exclusion supply.
2: Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is is uh, is our air conditioning company. I've uh, John been a fan of John since 1989 when I met him. Uh, again, 15 trucks in the field, 30 minute courtesy call, and of course, Nate certified technician. When I met John, it was one truck. And he's built this business from the ground up. His sons, Jason and Joshua. are one those 15 trucks now. His wife, Kathy's in the office. Truly a family-owned and operated business. Their, their name and, and reputation means everything to them. So, again, when uh, somebody walks in your home and they got that Burkhardt uniform on he's you see that Burkhardt truck, you better believe they're carrying that Burkhardt name, and, and they're going to take care of you like they take care of their one of their own. In the market for a new uh, air conditioning heating system, financing is available. They authorize some on the top brands of the market. If you need service, they're authorized to service all brands. Go with a company. Can trust the company that I've trusted for decades, Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, ACPromise.com, ACPromise.com. You know, yesterday was uh, was a sad day for uh, Houston Rockets fans, and really for the NBA. And I talked about it yesterday uh, extensively on the program. James Harden forcing his way out of Houston joins now Kyrie Irving and uh, uh, Kyrie Irving and uh, and uh, Durant in uh, in Brooklyn. Uh, and they build another super team. Of course, uh, Houston went the way of, of, of the New Orleans Pelicans, AK, uh, aka uh, you know how they were able to uh, parlay Anthony Davis into most cases, uh, you know all the draft picks. Now, of course, Grip was able to get draft picks and players for Anthony Davis, uh, but the uh, Rockets went the way of of draft picks to be able to pretty much control about eight years of picks, first round picks from from the Brooklyn Nets. But this is an issue for the NBA. You know, I talked in the first hour a little bit about uh, you know, with Zion and and uh, this was the, actually this is last hour, last last um, last hour, but about Zion Williamson and and, and Nikhil Alexander Walker and, and uh and Lonzo Ball. You know, you look at players that again either have no college or, or they're coming in, in into the NBA with one year of college. It's very difficult because they come in as incomplete players. So they got to learn on the job. So again, ultimately, maybe the first four years they're with you, you're still teaching them how to be an NBA player, how to hone their skills. A lot of guys are one-dimensional. you got to have to teach them that. And, again, that's the, that is the watering down of the NCAA now because players are going from, uh, from, the, uh, from college to pros with one year. Now, again, pretty soon they're going to be able to go directly from high school uh, to the pros. I've always liked again the 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 minor league rule, where ultimately you're in a situation where if you want to sign out of high school, you sign out of high school. But after that, and the NBA can't touch you until after your after your junior year, and at that point, you can you can go uh, to the NBA. It makes the NBA product better because you got a you got a more rounded, well-rounded player uh, coming into the NBA. But on the other hand, does it really matter? Because as good as you are, uh, as uh, as good of a scouting. Uh, 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 department as you can have to be able to go out and find these players in college and bring them on into your program. If they blossom into a superstar, in a lot of cases you have the ability to be able to push your way out. And that's exactly what Anthony Davis did here in New Orleans. It's what Baron Davis did here in New Orleans to a lesser extent. It's what Chris Paul did here in New Orleans. Of course, and to this day I do not blame Chris Paul because of because of the ownership situation here in New Orleans at that point. But still uh, forcing their way out. We've seen this from from other players in, 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 with, with other teams. And now, again, this this Vogue thing of being able to set up these super teams. Uh, and what it ends up having is the have and have-nots within the NBA. Uh, now you got a situation with Brooklyn where, again, uh, they've got Durant, Irving, and and Harden uh, to be able to try to compete what's going on in the West with, with the Clippers and, and the Lakers and their super teams. Uh, but at the same time, so you end up with a, with, a, with a large gap between the best of the best and, and the rest of the NBA. And the one great thing about the NFL, and they learned it a long time ago, Pete Rozelle was a genius here. Again, try to keep as many teams in contention as you can all the way until the last week and into the playoffs. You know, you could say, again, uh, that, that, you know, with the sharing of revenue, uh, again, how the NFL conducts their business, uh, you know, again, has has set it up so that a team has the ability to go from worst to first. And every team, again, for the most part, when you start the season, has a chance. You have a chance to be able to get to the Super Bowl. Now, we know the upper echelon teams in a lot of cases make it but you build it through the draft you build it through free agency you don't build it through a couple of players getting together and deciding they want they want to play together it was reported yesterday that Kevin Durant and and, and, and James Harden were actually again talking about ways that they could make that, that Harden could push his way out of Houston to get to get to uh, Brooklyn i mean that's just again first of all that's garbage absolute garbage uh, and what about the fans that, again, have supported Harden or supported the Rockets? Or, again, you could, you could look at it home from a more parochial view. Again, the, the, the heart and soul that everybody put into Anthony Davis and, and how he grew from a skinny kid coming out of Kentucky to, again, one of the best players in the world, only, it's, again, to get to his apex and then to push his way out to Los Angeles. Yes, Griff made a great deal. It, uh, again, that could be contending upon, again, how they fill those draft picks out down the line and what happens with, again, the Laker core that came here. Brandon Ingram looks like a keeper. Josh Hart looks like a keeper. Lonzo Ball, I'm not too sold on. Uh, but with that said, uh, when, when you look at this at this situation, what happens down the line here? What happens if Zion blossoms into one of the best players in the NBA? Is he the next guy to push his way out of New Orleans? How about Brandon Ingram? Now he's got his, his max deal. When it comes up in, in, to get another max deal, is he going to push his way out? It is, is never-ending the, the, the way that Adam Silver, and before him, even again, the, the the great David Stern has allowed this to evolve into a situation where the, the players have the ability to be able to dictate where they want to go and not by the rules of free agency. Again, in the midst of a, of a deal, of a contract that they've signed, that they don't like the way things are going within the organization to push their way out, and, and, and there's no recourse on the part of management. And, of course, who suffers? The fans suffer. The fans suffer all the time. Now you might be saying, hey, it's no big deal. Man, my team is the Los Angeles Lakers and we got LeBron and Anthony Davis. So my team was the Miami Heat and the Miami Heat were able to win a championship because they put together a super team. And we're seeing it in Brooklyn now. We're seeing it with the Clippers and the Lakers. But again, When you look at it there are 27 other teams in the nba what about those teams okay what about the teams that are trying to do it the right way build through the draft build a team like oklahoma city did only again to have it fall right back on them not able to keep the talent the talent moving on it's just a very very frustrating time for the nba and they better figure it out because again you're going to get to the point where fans are going to start tuning it out because they don't think that the literally their teams have have a legitimate shot uh, being able to uh, to win in the NBA and to win a title because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. So, look, a lot of great young players on this Pelican team, and you look at the future and you say to yourself, this could be an ascending team down the line that can maybe compete for a championship. But if you've got to jump over the roadblock of every time a superstar wants to get with a bunch of his superstar friends and put together a super team, How do you think you're ever going to legitimately do that in a small market like New Orleans? It is the case of the have-and-have-nots now. And uh, when you look at it from our perspective uh, here in New Orleans, we are a have-not. Because I do not see super teams, again, coming to New Orleans. If that was the case, you could have had a situation where Anthony Davis could have invited LeBron James and the gang to come play in New Orleans. That wasn't even on the radar. The biggest thing that made me laugh of all of this, ladies and gentlemen, uh, was DeMarcus Cousins. Demarcus cousins who again uh, gave the the the, the, uh, the the upper management at Sacramento and the coaching staff, nothing but fit because of the way he, he acted, he pouted, and, again, was nothing but, 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 but a problem child in Sacramento. Uh, comes to New Orleans, again, ultimately tears his Achilles. Uh, you know, again, you still had to deal with, again, the personality of Cousins. Cousins yesterday criticizing uh, uh, Harden about the way he went out with the press conference where he ripped on the Rockets organization and the, and the way that he treated his teammates. Are you kidding me? If that is not, is not the pot uh, calling the kettle, huh? seriously, okay? Uh, it's just amazing to me that, that players have such a short memory. Hey, DeMarcus, you were doing the same damn thing long before James Harden or Anthony Davis or any of these players were doing it. You were a pain in the ass in Sacramento. So, again, it's no different, but now with, with the situation with Cousins on the downside of his career and now being left in Houston by himself, Again, he feels disrespected. No, every fan in the NBA is disrespected when when these superstars go go into cahoots and try to build these these super teams because, again, the disparity between each team, especially big market and small market, uh, becomes even greater. Hey, don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire, Hickory & Airline in Metairie. If you're looking for a company uh, you can trust with your vehicle, whether, again, you're, you're in charge of a fleet account or, again, it's your own personal vehicle, uh, think Southern Tire. First of all, it's a one-stop shop because you go there and get the best uh, prices on tires and wheels, uh, and that's uh, wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Also, financing available for wheels and tires, but also if, the, if your, your uh, car or your, or your uh, truck or, or again, your work truck is not working well, man, bring it over to Southern Tire. ASE certified technicians, the, the same diagnostic you get at the dealership, Without the dealership prices. It's it's my friends over at Southern Tire. There's a reason why the Piazza family has been around since 1972. Customer service, taking care of their customers, and, of course, making sure that, again, you can trust them with your vehicle. You can. It's Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline in Mentory, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. You're going to call 737 seven three seven one five five eight. or go to southerntire.com and check out all the uh, options that you have and the services they have with Southern Tire. And don't forget about the diagnostic page where you might be a di- able to diagnose what's wrong with your vehicle. It's Southern Tire, a company you can trust when it comes to your vehicle. Southern Tire, Hickory & Airline in Metairie. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Bobby Evers Cajun Cannon Restaurant voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends, watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone amazing cocktails, and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week.
3: Food's so good, you just can't stop thinking about it. Imagine lump crab meat gently fried and topped with a crawfish and mushroom cream sauce. Enjoy our Houdat Crab Cakes, only at Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Food's so good, you just can't stop thinking about it. Imagine shrimp, crawfish tails, bell peppers, and onions in a creamy Alfredo sauce. It's Bobby and Deke's Mardi Gras Pasta, only at Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant.
4: Does learning a language feel like this? No habla espanol. Hablo. It's hablo? It's hablo. <laughs> Bom dia, like good good day, good morning, I
0: think. I can say je m'appelle David, but that's probably it.
4: When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. This year is my year to get fluent in
0: Spanish, and Babbel is definitely going to help me do that. The app is so easy to use, and it's so practical. It helps you learn things that you will actually need. Since my husband is from Guatemala, I'll
4: apply what I've learned in Babbel to our real-life situations. I've tried other language learning apps and nothing really stuck. Babbel's been a complete game-changer for me. Hoy es miércoles y el clima está muy bueno afuera. Estoy con fome. Yo no café de mañana.
0: Je suis des États-Unis et du
4: Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at babbel.com. Just go to babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's babbel.com, B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Let's go.
2: Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, and Old New Orleans Cookery. At Old New Orleans Cookery, the January special is Mardi Gras Redfish, battered fried redfish filet stuffed with crab cake, uh, also topped with their fantastic shrimp and crawfish, Cajun Alfredo sauce. Uh, you got to get it over at Old New Orleans Cookery. Remember, 205 Bourbon Street, you can dine in or they'll bring it to you. Go to, all you got to do is go to nolacookery.com and find out more information. That's Old New Orleans Cookery, part of the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Joining us on the program now is uh, Catherine Terrell of The Athletic on this Athletic Thursday. We had Will Guillory in the first hour. We have Catherine Terrell now. Catherine, welcome back to the show.
7: Hey, thanks for having me on. Uh, I'm, I'm glad to be a part of Athletic Thursday. We need to make this happen more often.
2: Yeah, I'd love to have it make it make it happen more often, that's for sure, but you guys do a great job at The Athletic. Before we kick it off, tell us about The Athletic, how folks can subscribe, because, look, first of all, we had got a great set of writers that are here in New Orleans that understand what's going on in Louisiana sports and New Orleans sports, but when you're starting to get in national international writers, it's the best of the best.
7: Yeah, hey, we got a ton of stuff uh, going on this week, and hopefully the next few weeks we'll see what happens with the Saints. Um, But, you know, we're always running specials, and if you haven't tried out the Athletic yet, you can try it out for free for a week, right in time uh, for this uh, big upcoming game against the Bucs. You know, we've got features, analysis, chats, whatever you want. So, highly suggest you at least give us a try.
2: Yep, no doubt about it. And I'll tell you what, it's one of my go-to sites. uh Karen, Catherine does a great job in covering the Saints, will with uh, with the Pelicans all the way around. Uh again, uh, it is it is money well spent, believe me. But like 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 Larry says, it, it'll cost you uh, what a cup of coffee uh uh per day to be able to again subscribe to the Athletic, and I think it's a pretty good deal. Catherine, uh let's let's first of all, uh, the, the, the one thing is, you know, I follow you on Twitter, so I'm following what you what you're doing during the day, and and it seemed like the mood of Sean Payton was the big story today. Yeah, he uh,
7: is an unpredictable human being, as everyone uh, who knows him knows. So it's kind of funny when you get on. uh, We have conference calls with him uh, how many days a week? Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And occasionally he'll get on and be in this great mood and be telling stories and actually laugh at my jokes, which, you know, is hard enough for people to do anyway. So getting Sean Payton to do it is a big deal. But um, I was joking that I need to cross-reference his moods uh, <laughs> based on the results of the game and like see if there's anything to my theory that it has anything to do with how the game goes. But I mean, in all honesty, I do think sometimes there is something to that. Just because you can tell when you're talking to a coach or a player, if they're a little more relaxed, it, it might mean that they feel good about the rough game plan. I mean, I've covered coaches where I know that they're tense about that, that week's game, mm-hmm. and you can tell and how they talk. I mean, man, I covered the Bengals for ESPN. Uh, Marvin Lewis who gets so tense during Steelers week. Um, so who knows if there's anything to it. But, yeah, uh, he, uh, he was in a great mood today. So, you know, I'm sure Saints fans are hoping that bodes well for Sunday.
2: Well, I'm going to go with, with your theory of that he's relaxed because he feels really good about his game plan. After beating the, uh, the Bucks 34-23 to in Week 1 and then, again, beating the breaks off of them 38-3 to at, uh, at Tampa in Week 9, uh, he's got to feel pretty good about the game plan. Even though, again, Tampa really played well after that, the last five games of the season. Uh, again, they put up some really good numbers on offense. But you also got to look at, again, who they were playing. Uh, a lot of people think that again, it's hard to beat a team three times. I'm not in that in that number. You know, if you beat a team as as uh, dramatically as they as they did, uh, I think they're the better team. Now, again, you got to go out there and perform.
7: Yeah, I mean, I agree. Look, I've heard this theory about college football. Um, when I you know covered some LSU stuff uh, back in 2012, I did do a story on that, having to play Alabama twice. that's so 2011, I guess, and some coaches, I think. I think actually I talked to Bobby Bowden for that story. He said it was hard to, to beat the same team twice, but it was different because the team, you don't do that in college, and the team that had to play a team again was frustrated with having to play the same team again. It's not like that in the NFL. It's not something where they're thinking, oh, this is so unfair. We have to play the Bucks again. They shouldn't you know, be in this position. I mean, they're used to playing teams twice. And honestly, the Saints are used to playing teams three times because they played the Panthers three times and won all three times a few years ago. And they expected to see this team again. They know this team is good. So I think it's just different. I mean, especially with this particular season, I said the, the buck games kind of divide the season into thirds: the, the season openers, the first third of the season, the midpoint of the season. And now, uh, you know, the home stretch. So it, each section was a completely different team, really, just due to injuries and what's happened over the course of the season. So I, I think that they don't view it that way. And if they lose, it's going to be because they either played poorly or the Bucks just are a good team. So I don't think it's yeah. because they, you know, played them twice before. But I mean, I know I'm rambling, but it is interesting when people talk about the psychology of that. And I, I don't take that no. into account in this situation. But-
2: I definitely agree. Let's talk about this game specifically now. Uh, uh, when, when you look at this game based off the last two games, obviously, again, they got to change up the scheme a little bit. Uh, and that's both sides because both teams really know each other uh, from playing in the division. Um, talk about what the Saints have to do to be able to win on the offensive side of the ball.
7: Well, I mean, I think it, it's pretty simple. It starts with the offensive line. I mean, that was their Achilles heel against the Vikings last year. I think the guards have to play well. And uh, some people have said they didn't think the guards played great against the Bears. I actually think they did play okay. I think it helped that Breeze got the ball out super fast, but I thought they held up okay. You have to have good guard play, protect Breeze, and then be able to establish some sort of running game. I mean, try to stick with the run, let Kamara do what he does best. I think having these, some of these receivers back on the other side, though, really helped. Because, I mean, Deontay Harris is just a huge difference maker in that game. I think they haven't had receivers who can get separation, and now all of a sudden they do. I mean, so you've taken all those things into account and then defensively got to figure out how to get this pass rush restarted and, you know, force Brady on the move a little bit. And I think if Trey Hendrickson plays, that'll be the difference maker on that side of the ball. And he has practice, but if he doesn't play, that's going to be a big loss for them again.
2: Uh, both teams, again, I'd said this over the last week, again, it's all hands on deck. When you get to the divisional round, the playoffs, again, if you can play, you're going to play. We heard today that Godwin and also Ronald Jones will be playing for, for the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on, on Sunday. Um, when you look at at the the defense, especially in the secondary now, and I talked about this a little bit earlier, officiating I think is going to have a lot to do with it, the ability to allow the Saints to be able to play a little bit more aggressive. We normally see that with it within the playoffs, but I like the Saints matchup against against the 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 Buccaneers' skill position players, especially when you start talking about the matchups in the secondary. As long as they're allowed to play physical,
7: well, you know, Marshawn Lattimore. Looks forward to this game. I mean, just based on everything he's said or done around Mike Evans, I don't think they can stand each other. And Lattimore is such an interesting uh, case study because I feel like he plays his best against the best competition, and he plays down to his competition. I mean, so that's going to be a really interesting matchup. And then (laughs) – as always, uh, C.J. Gardner Johnson is going to be an interesting person to watch. I I wonder if the Saints coaches are telling him to back off or, or be quiet this week so he doesn't draw attention to himself. Because I think after everything that's happened, he's got to. The, the officials are going to be looking at him and trying sure. to find a reason to to throw a flag. Uh, he's gotten away with it to this point, and you know he's really good at annoying people into you know severe frustration, but. Uh, they might want him to tone it down this week.
2: got will be in single watch, Catherine. Everybody's been focused on Breeze and Brady, but I think the running game will be a big part of, of this game. Fournette has really uh, come on for them. We talked. We talked about the fact that Ronald Jones. Is, it looks like he's going to be back, and you know, again, Murray's got a little bit of an injury right now. But uh, you know, when the Saints are physical, run the ball physically, they normally come out on the on the winning end.
7: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think you could probably that about most games if you run the ball well you'll, you'll be able to control the clock and win the game I think Peyton sometimes tends to get away from the run to the frustration of fans um, so if they can figure out how to establish that early and you know like I said let Kamara do what he does best I mean that's going to be huge the thing about Murray and Taysom Hill might not play either and that'll be a big loss Murray yes. is really good at picking up blitzes. I mean, maybe that's just in my head because I, I rewatched the game again this morning and I was watching the pass blocking, and you know he's good at that. So that's kind of a, a key loss there if he can't play. I would assume if he's out, then they bring Ty Montgomery back into the fold. Um, but yeah, run game is going to be key. And then I don't know what is going to happen with Traquan Smith if he plays this week or not. I mean, he returned to practice. But just having him there will at least allow the Saints to mix and match personnel packages a little bit more. So it seems like for the most part they're getting healthy at the right time, which is going to be another big factor.
2: Yeah. Kevin, uh, do you think there really is a possibility that, that uh, Taysom will not play? I mean, again, uh, you know, he came back and played. at the, He got a little banged up in the Chicago game. Uh, Murray did not come back after he injured the quad. Uh, is there really a possibility? I mean, again, they, they didn't practice today, so that means what? Tomorrow they got to be on the field, right? Yeah, I mean, if you don't
7: practice and you're not a starter, you don't play, I mean, I, I would consider Taysom a starter, uh, but it's not a good sign. Um, I actually thought when he got hurt that it was a concussion. I, I didn't realize until later that it was knee mm-hmm. injury. Murray, I could tell right away that he was hurt. The way he pulled up, you could tell yep. he, he pulled something, and I actually thought it was a hamstring or something. But, man, I don't know. When you when there's two DMPs, I mean, it's possible they're just giving Taysom as much time off as they can. So I mm-hmm. wouldn't totally rule it out. But with knee injuries, I don't know. It's a tough one. But, I mean, that changes a lot of what they want to do. So that's a much bigger loss than, than Murray would be. So um not sure. But then the other guys in the injury report, Armstead, Cook, and Hendrickson, were all limited for yes. two straight days, which is a good sign. I mean, I'd be shocked if they didn't
6: play.
2: Yeah, and, and as you mentioned, Hendrickson would be a big get-back uh, for this team in terms of rushing the pass. All right, the big narrative all this week has been Brady versus Breeze. Talk about that matchup.
7: You know, I, when I cover games like these, it just reminds me how lucky I am to get to do this job because, you know, it's two Hall of Famers going toe-to-toe, and I know people say, well, they're not actually going against each other. I mean, whatever. It's it's the big story of yes. the week, and, and I get why. I mean, this is very likely... Breeze's la- if they lose, it's very likely Breeze's last game. And I don't know how long Brady's going to play, but it almost feels like old guard versus new guard. I mean, in the AFC, you got all these quarterbacks that are, I think the average age is 25 or something. And then in the NFC, it's average age is 35. And it just shows you how things are shifting and changing in the NFL. So if it's a you know, good old-fashioned shootout, I'd, I'd love to see that. I think that would be fun. Definitely didn't envision how their last meeting was going to go.
6: Right. I would say
7: this game is going to be more like week one. Um, but I don't know. It's just it's fun. I'm happy to get to cover it, and I just wish more fans uh, were going to be on the Dome to see it.
2: Yeah, that's the toughest part. I was talking to uh, uh, after my TV show today. I was talking to a uh, uh, East and, uh, and also my director. The, the the hard thing about this year is, you know, this is if this is Breeze's farewell tour, he's doing it in front of empty stadiums, and and I wonder if that plays in, in, in into his thought process. Look, he still looks good enough to me that he could come back and play another year at a high level. You're you're around him somewhat again. Now it's on Zoom. It, it, is it is it your opinion that this is it? This is it. He'll hang it up at the end of the season it is
7: and i don't think the fans are going to change that i mean i guess there's a part of them part of him if they lose that could want to come back and, and you know have that unfinished business done but i think with breeze it, there's so many things pulling at him to move on i mean he wanted to play long enough for his kids to understand what he was doing and be able to do this with them i interviewed him this came up yesterday I interviewed him when he was 36, I think, in 2015, and I asked him that question. His kids were, I think, four, six, two, and six months old at the time, and he said, you know, that drives them, and now his kids are not grown up, but they're all, you know, old enough to be invested, and so he got that. Like, he got to have that, but now they're getting older and having to go to two different schools and things like that, Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm sure that, you know, pull of family probably is in his head you know, because he's dedicated so much to football, and now it almost feels like his body is breaking down. You know, for so long he didn't, he never got injured, and now it's every year. And I think that if he tried to come back next year, I just don't know that anyone would like the results. Um, it, it would, I think, it's better to go out on a high note, even if mm-hmm. it doesn't end how he wants it to. I know he's probably thinking about all these things in his head. But I'm sure he'll take a little while to think it over. But yeah. I'd be surprised if he came back at this point.
2: Yeah, that would be sad, uh, especially for Saints fans, no doubt about it. All right, uh, Catherine, uh, tell us uh, your thoughts on Sunday. What happens?
7: You know, I haven't made a prediction yet. This one I've been a little bit more apprehensive about than last week. I thought last week they should take care of the Bears, although I did think it might be close. This week I, I still think the Saints – are a better team overall than the Bucks. I think they're getting healthy at the right time, with a few exceptions, So, and it's at home. It might not be a crowd, but it's still at home, so I think the Saints come away with this one, but I'll say it's a close one, like 28-24.
2: On the way out, tell the folks how folks can subscribe to The Athletic and also um, uh, follow you on social media.
7: You can follow me on Twitter at cat underscore uh, I tweet all the time and. Mostly about Saints, but also about some other nonsense if anyone wants to read that. And uh, you can always go to theathletic.com uh, or uh, the Athletic New Orleans. Check it out. Like I said, we're always running specials, but you can try it for free for a week. And, hey, if you like us, uh, stick around. Like I said, hopefully we'll be covering a few more weeks of football, so we'll have a lot to talk about either way. Yep, uh,
2: hopefully so. <laughs> Catherine, love what you do. Thanks so much for joining us. Look forward to having you back on the show very soon.
7: Yeah, thanks for having me on.
2: That's Catherine Terrell of The Athletic. Hey, breaking news, the Jacksonville Jaguars have uh, hired former Ohio State coach Urban Meyer as the team's next head coach. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceanic Grill, Mambos, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant. All are open seven days a week. All are open late. All have delivery partners deliver right to your door. That's the Oceana Family of Restaurants. We'll be right back. Hickory & Airline and Menory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From black and bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms. Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill.
1: Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents And Doug,
3: breathe out. And repeat after me, Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need.
0: Liberty Mutual customizes your car
3: insurance so you only pay for what you need. Your bird is eating my candles. Your bird is eating my candles. No, seriously, he's making a mess. No, seriously. Ah. Liberty, 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 Liberty.
0: Get a customized quote at LibertyMutual.com. When it comes to your bathroom, the shortest distance between outdated and updated is one click on HomeDepot.com slash bath. It's the Days of Doing Winter Bath event. Up to 40% off a wide selection of vanities, faucets, toilets, and more. Plus free delivery of all online vanities. From bold new lighting to a fresh new shower. Your new bath is closer than you think. The Winter Bath event. Online now at homedepot.com bath. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Vow through March 28th while supplies last. Liberty Mutual
1: Insurance Company presents. And Doug.
3: Breathe out. And repeat after me, Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need.
0: Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need.
3: Your bird is eating my candles. Your bird is eating my candles. No, seriously, he's making a mess. No, seriously. Ah. Liberty, 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 Liberty.
0: Get a customized quote at libertymutual.com. When it comes to your bathroom, the shortest distance between outdated and updated is one click on homedepot.com slash bath. It's the Days of Doing Winter Bath event. Up to 40% off a wide selection of vanities, faucets, toilets, and more, plus free delivery of all online vanities. From bold new lighting to a fresh new shower, your new bath is closer than you think. The Winter Bath event, online now at homedepot.com bath. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Valid through March 28th, while supplies last.
2: Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, 739 Conte. Bourbon. go to Oceanagrill.com to find out more about their menu. Also, again, how they can deliver right to your door. Mambo's is at 411 Bourbon Street. You can go to Mambo'sNola.com. Again, open seven days a week. Uh, Open late as well. Also, Old New Orleans Cookery at nolacookery.com is the uh, is the uh, website. Again, you go there, find out the full menu. Again, also how to have a, have your food delivered. Also open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. And of course, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Uh, Uh, Lake Villa and Veterans in Metairie, Uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Uh, Again, BobbyBear's.com is where you find the information on the menu, as well as, again, how you can have that uh, meal delivered to your home. All are open, all are open late, all are open seven days a week, and, again, especially in the quarter, all need your help. Uh, again, make sure you take care of our local businesses, especially, again, our local restaurants. Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant. Thanks to Kat Terrell and uh, Will Gillier, The Athletic, for joining us in the program. Rudy back at studio for producing. Thanks so much to our great sponsors. You can go to ericadger.com for a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. We appreciate those sponsors. Thank you for listening, and thank you for supporting those sponsors. The award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports starts now on WLAE-TV. Les East is my guest. Coming up next... It's Kenny Trahan and Michael Green with the Life Resources, hour, Life Resources hour, Bottom Line Sports Hour. Kenny, uh, Kenny will have Tommy Chrysan uh, as his guest. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening for the dog catch of the gubna. They all got to go. In time.